Welcome to the All My Skate Videos podcast. My name is Carl Cortez and I have a pretty decent skate video collection. Each week I invite friends to watch a skate video from my library, make notes, and bring it to a roundtable discussion. In this podcast we discuss tricks of the time, music, apparel, and more. To make the most of the episodes, get a copy from our official sponsor, The Secret Tape, your local skate shop, or try and find a copy on YouTube. If you happen to remember enough of the video, feel free to hop right in and enjoy our banter. To help support the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We would truly appreciate it. Today we dive into Toy Machines Good and Evil. Fan favorite Brian from Chicago. I was just texting a buddy who really loved your DC video world record commentary. <laughs> but how's it going out there? Uh, well, you just told me I've got these big shoes to fill, so I guess I'm a little nervous now. Yeah. You're a th- normally a size 13, right? Sometimes more? Sometimes less. Depends yeah. on the day. At least six, maybe 12. Who knows? <laughs> you know how it goes. Yeah. Luke, also in Chicago. What's up with you? How's the dog? The dog is doing good. He's staring me down right now. Hmm. We got to get a mic for the dog. You do not want a mic for that dog. <laughs> <laughs> get a GoPro or something. What is the sound of drooling? That would be it. We are uh, gathered here today to unite good and evil. The 2004 Toy Machine video. We'll start with any experiences we have with the Toy Machine blood sucking Turtle Boy Company transistor sect uh, brand. Brian, anything? Um, picked up a Toy Machine complete once at the skate park. Someone left it there. And that's the only toy board I've ever had my entire life. Uh, I ended up trading it real quick for uh, for an anti-hero. So I don't have much to add here. And why exactly did you trade that out? Was it a trade up uh, or trade down? Trade up for me. The deck was like a 7.75 and I can't fuck with that. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Luke, what about you? Any experience with the Transistor brand? Uh, yeah, I've had a couple toy machine boards, a couple foundation boards. That was probably the company that I was like the most when I first started skating. I have not uh, ridden pig wheels yet. I don't know if I ever will, but you know, big fan of Tom Yeddo, big fan of Ed Templeton's art. I actually have good and evil on DVD. Hey, show it if you got it, gang. <laughs> 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 Brian's got a thumbs up. I like that. So let me ask. Um, I feel as if I talk to so many people that rave about welcome to hell and jump off a building. Heavy metal, not so much, but um, did the earlier toy machine videos hit your waves when you were watching Good and Evil when it came out? Like, did, were you already well read in the toy machine video library before Good and Evil came out in 2004? I was not at all. I didn't see any of those videos until after I saw Good and Evil. Good and Evil came out only a few years after I started skating. Yeah, I'm the same way. Luke, what about you? Um, 
I saw Welcome to Hell pretty early on. I think that's why I liked it so much. Even though I started skating like way after it came out. I think my friend had a copy of it just as I was getting in. He was like, oh, you got a skateboard? Let's watch a skate video. And that one was Welcome to Hell. Okay. I feel as if I'm kind of in Ryan's boat too, where this was the first Toy Machine video I watched. So it's only later that I dialed back into the earlier ones. But I think as this is, if my booklet still serves correctly, this is the fifth full length Toy Machine skate video. The most recent one prior to this was Jump Off of the Building. So it kind of gives you a time frame of where Toy Machine was in the cycle. Um, I got this DVD for Christmas. This was probably purchased from the skate shop in uh, the town over. That was the sister shop of G-Spot, if you know about that shop, kind of Chris Cole's shop in Fairless Hills. Uh, it's been good to me. It's in pretty good condition. I was really interested with the DVD in particular of how the cover doesn't have anything on it per se. The booklet's supposed to be the cover. So it kind of gives you the option to have either Diego as the cover like this, or you can switch it and have the other one as the cover. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, Brian, do you have an actual copy of Good and Evil? I do, but it's like all the way across the room. Have you worn it out? Did it get a lot of play when you got it? Uh not so much. No, a couple of my friends owned it when it came out, so I didn't buy my copy until years later. Okay. Still Luke. in pretty good shape. Yeah, Luke, what about you? You have a copy. How did you acquire that? Uh, I got it off of Slap, actually. Some guy was selling a bunch of DVDs on the classifieds, and he had a copy of Minefield. And he had already sent me uh, <clears throat> He made his own edit of Blessed. Hmm. So he already sent me that, and so I was just like, all right, I'll just kick you some extra bucks since you already sent me that and throw a good and evil with it. Why not? Yeah, not a bad deal. Yeah. I should, if I think back long enough, I think I might have also ended up stealing a copy from mm -hmm. Zoomies and it was a double pack with Slaughterhouse, which I still have. But then I think I got rid of the second copy of Good and Evil because I already had one. I might be confusing this with another Tomietto movie, but I feel as if they were doing that at one point and pretty much BOGO videos at that point. So smart move on their part. Good on you from stealing from Zoomies, man. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't drink or do drugs or anything like that growing up. I think it was my little outlet. It kind of sucks thinking back on it, but it's funny as I go through these and think out like, damn, how did I get this copy? And why do I have so many copies of Pig Slaughterhouse? <laughs> you know, the normal one. Um, our official sponsor of the podcast, The Secret Tape, has Good and Evil on DVD still available for $20. How about that? Hasn't gone up in value. I don't think it's gone down in value. Um, what do you guys think about that? Do you feel as if good and evil should be worth more nowadays or is it pretty well-priced at $20 on the secret tape? Yeah, it's pretty sure. good, honestly. Yeah. Brian? 
I, I feel that's a spot on price. That was like such a mass produced video. There's There's got to be so many of them out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say so. Well, that takes us into the video itself. 2004's Good and Evil includes the likes of Austin Stevens, Billy Marks, Diego Buccieri, Ed Templeton, Johnny Layton, Josh Harmony, and Matt Bennett. And so the video itself, is this the only Toy Machine video that goes right into a part before the titles? As far as I know. Yeah, as far as I know as well. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's kind of a, a random just like, all right, here we're starting. But I guess Ed just wanted to get it out of the way. I don't know how much say he had in that, but I thought it was an interesting move to have the part before everything else. I could see him like still wanting to have footage, but still wanting um, Josh Harmony to have like technically the first part, maybe. Yeah, I could see that the way how, you know, Heath Kirchhardt didn't really have the first part in Stay Gold, but if you went to a premiere, it was the first part in Stay Gold. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's pretty critical of his skating, even at that point in time where he's just like, no one wants to see me skate. Here's my team. Yeah. Just get my shit out of the way. Yeah. In the book, he has an interesting uh, segment talking about how he started the company in 1993 so he could have a job that he liked when he was too crusty, too crusty to skate anymore. And uh, <laughs> he ends up saying, also, it's 2004 and I still got a part. So I run this beast of a company and skate too. I got the best job ever. Awesome. Toy Machine's been around so long now that I think about it. Geez. And like, I feel as if they never do commemorative throwback boards of like, all right, 25th year anniversary of Toy Machine or whatever it's coming up on now. What? Yeah, 27 years it's been out. 1993 to now. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Damn. And I feel as if they've never done like a 25 year anniversary board i feel as if girl and chocolate are notorious every time they move forward a year they're doing throwback boards. <laughs> it's interesting um but ed's part itself some notes i have here uh black and purple shoes have any of you had a pair of black and purple shoes yes i have tell us more uh i had the lakai where the wild thing where the wild things are i can't remember what model they were the high top ones yeah i thought those things were fucking sick and then i got robbed for my shoes three weeks later mm. so i guess he thought oh. they were fucking sick too <laughs> did they not like the movie no he just really wanted my shoes and he was like i think i was god i must have been like 13 or 14 at the time and he was like 22 <laughs> rough hmm how, uh, can we dive into that real quick? How did that whole exchange go? I've never been robbed from my shoes. Uh, I was just walking around with my friends and then it's just a group of older people. And I think he was tweaking pretty hard at that point. And he was just like, oh, what size shoe are you? Oh, let me try those on. And, you know, oh, tiny ass me, five foot one versus a bunch of people almost 10 years older than me. Didn't stand a chance. Oh. He traded shoes with me though, so I got some nice slip-on, uh, slip-on boots, some Romeos or something. Okay. <laughs> I go home barefoot at least. <laughs> hey, 
kind of sounds like a fair trade. Sorry, you had to lose out good. on the black. It prepared me. It prepared me for the workforce. You know, trading those skate shoes for those work boots early. Oh wow! Interesting way to think about it. Yeah. Brian, any experience with black and purple shoes similar to what Ed is sporting? Yeah, uh, I've had some Reynolds twos that are black and purple. One of mm. my all-time favorite shoes ever. I had that exact same model he's skating. Not the black and purple, though. They were the black and cheetah print. We don't need to go into that any further. <laughs> and I guess the... Uh, no. Yeah, I guess... No, we will talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Let's dive a little bit deeper into this. So tell us about the cheetah print shoes. You bought these full price, sale, bro flow. How did you acquire... Because I've never had um, cheetah shoes or black and purple, so I guess I'm living vicariously. My uh, best friend, who I was skating with every day at the time, he bought them. He didn't like them. He gave them to me. Done deal. Yeah. Sounds like a good uh, trade-off. I wasn't uh, mad about it. <laughs> Some notes I have here. Our nose blunt count for Ed is at four. There was also a strong heel flip and front Smith count, but I didn't keep tabs on those. I love the one switch front side big spin he does on flat in the line with uh, front 180 nose grind and the longer board slide. I also said that Ed is Ed's pretty badass. He's not afraid to cut the board graphic off of the top in his grip tape so that the toy machine logo is showing. And he's also not afraid to touch down on the forbidden 14. <laughs> it is a board slider through and through um luke what did you think about ed's part opening up i thought it was great um let me see about what i have written down for it yeah i mean it's everything you'd want it's just he does that impossible and kind of like that euro gap, gap thing lots of blunts everywhere um he does a 50 50 to I think front nose. Back nose, front nose or, the gap yeah, to it, nose. yeah. Yeah, I thought that was fucking sweet. That looked really awesome. Yeah, that was a great part, but I'm a Ed Templeton fanboy. Yeah, I think the 50-50 nose slide is real sick for the spot, and I could have sworn that I've seen someone do something like 50-50 front 180 switch 50-50. I just can't think of who it is. Eagle. That's it. Yeah. What part is that? Ooh, either Baker three or the one after that. Maybe Baker has a another video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of that family. Yeah, Brian. What'd you think about good old Ed? Uh, I love that part back then. Now, just as much. Uh, the that first spot he hits looks like a dream and I can't remember seeing any other footage from that spot. Always was curious about that one. Um, I didn't realize it until rewatching it now that his parts mostly banks or bumps and it doesn't take away from anything. He makes it all look really good. Mm -hmm. The, uh, the line that you mentioned earlier with the 180 nose grind switch, big spin, shove it, then the board slide felt uh felt very 90s ed which i felt like he was kind of trying 
to get away from that image, like with this coming out right after this is skateboarding, and the fact that he only wore one trucker hat in his whole part, seemed like he was trying to set himself differentiated from his, his previous Ed Templeton status. Yeah, I was trying to think of the hats in this video too. Um, I'll save the one comment I have for later, but <laughs> I soon started to see that there was a pattern where nobody's wearing shorts and there's a lot of denim. Good amount of denim. Ed has one line where he's wearing some, what looks to be pretty loose fitting denim with no belt. thought that was a gutsy move. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely some interesting apparel moves in this video. <laughs> but a good open to the video. I like Ed's part and Ed's a, Ed's a necessity. He had two angles, both fisheye of a front smith on a double set out rail, which he then gets a, a third angle long lens of in the intro. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. I made a note that there were some intro clips that got reused for parts. And I just thought it was interesting that we had already seen the front smith and then they throw yeah. it in again for the intro. Mm -hmm. I like that. We jump to what appears to be the actual intro with the crazy pastor trying to save his property from Josh Harmony. <laughs> and I forgot Josh Harmony is religious. Like even in his thanks, he has a little piece there. Like I wonder if Josh tried to level with him, like trying to come at him in a different way, not just, hey, we're skateboarders and destroying property. I don't know. It feels as if it might have worked, but I also don't know the situation. Yeah. Also on that, if I believe in Josh Harvey's intro and his day pops up, there's a cross on the ground, like spray yeah. painted on the asphalt or whatever, painted on there. It's a weird, weird to be religious and skating for a toy machine in America. <laughs> I love how the intro continues though with the music starting to heat up and then we see the tube art kind of fly through the red and the black and then it goes into the actual skating. I love that bit. Um, we have a tuck knee off of that bump in Barcelona from Johnny Layton, which is real sick. I forgot that tuck knees were a thing. There's a couple <laughs> tuck knees in there in this video part or this whole video. A stale fish also. Yeah. Yeah. Make tuck knees back in skateboarding again, I guess. That'd be sick to a, throw one in now. I had a friend who used to always try and just do them on flat. It just looks so awkward. He was like a really <laughs> bigger dude too, you know, and everyone would be like trying everything else and he'd just be in the corner just trying to like tuck me off an ollie on flat. That's Very, what's up. Yeah, that's what tuck knees remind me of. The good times. Did he make any like, progress? Did he land one? I <laughs> I don't even know if he could tuck his knees off his boards, to be honest. Mm -hmm. So, but a for effort. He was trying real hard. Got it, Brian. Anything from the intro? Uh, it's the most excited I ever get to watch a what's essentially a slam section for a little bit. Typically, I don't care for those at all, but the way it's edited together, the song and everything is perfect. Yeah. I think the mix of art and quick snips and that Dinosaur Jr. song, just ramping it up, um, is solid. And I kind of remember 
when I went to the skate shop premiere of this, that the whole crowd was real silent after the intro, like in Harmony's intro, it was kind of awkward how there's no music anymore. And it's just the drawing of him and that cross in the background. <laughs> That's one distinct memory I have is like, I don't know, maybe you both have these types of experiences, but awkward skate shop premieres where nobody's like, <laughs> I guess people are into it, but it's not as if it's a rented out movie theater and the whole team's there and everyone's going hyped. It's just kids in a skate shop watching a skate video, and just not really admitting much. Yeah, definitely know the feeling. Uh, yep. I can relate. We hit Josh Harmony's part. He's a married guy. What do we think? Are we getting married? <laughs> Let's talk marriage. Let's talk love. That's just perfect. I got divorced on Monday. <laughs> you want to talk about it? No. <laughs> okay. Good luck, Josh. <laughs> 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 Brian on the horizon does it sound like something you would want to get into no I'm chilling you're chilling right now yeah yeah it's a big commitment from what I hear uh I made a note that Josh does a rare fakie frontside heel flip on flat in a line uh we see this one pair of pants that just kind of bugged me after a bit that had that huge patch on the side, the right thigh. Did you guys notice this? Didn't bug me. Hmm. I think I noticed that. I think there's a couple clips in it, maybe some in the outro or something where I noticed that as well. Yeah, he's got a few clips with these pants on and it just reminded me again that denim is a huge theme in this video. Uh, I made a note that on the one lip slide down, I think it's a San Jose hubba. There's a noticeable piss drunk logo etched into the hubba. I thought it was pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. I had to rewind it for a second, see if that was legit. It almost seemed as if it was just edited in. Uh, front crook in the 23s. Do you guys know the name of that shoe he's skating? I think it's an Etni shoe. I want to say it's the Sal Barbier. Yeah, the sale. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Forgot he's good at front crooks. Yeah. Not a trick I associate with him. Mm -mm. Front board down the one hubba. That's his full wheelbase. Seems gnarly towards the end of his part. Um, this made, made me wish it that I started to count how many front smiths were in this video because I think at this point it might easily be 10. So, uh, with his ender ollieing into the bank, I love the text that comes in that just says "dead" as he leaps off the platform to the grass, just flying. Yeah, he gets some distance. It's impressive for sure. And I love even more that they they keep filming and they don't cut the clip, and you see him just casually walk it off, and everybody's laughing. Mm -hmm. yeah if they had cut that clip right there i think everyone would have been like oh oh shit yeah what happened <laughs> is he good 
Yeah. Part of me kind of likes how it keeps going, but I think it could have been a funny cliffhanger or <laughs> a nod to it in the credits if they just cut it there. Oh, yeah. Would have been a great in-joke for them, for sure. Yeah. Or fly-out joke for them. We hit Austin Stevens, his caricature. I'm just now realizing is supposed to be Johnny Depp. Did you both catch up on, catch this similarity? No, I didn't. No. Really? Looks a lot like Johnny Depp with the hat and the drawing. Hmm. Yeah. Speaking of hats and toy machine videos, it's got that, uh, Oh, that, so that like Stetson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's dive into it. It doesn't get a bunch of shine for the rest of the part. The I'm assuming you're talking about the fedora. Yeah. I mean, is that a fedora? I feel like it's bigger than a fedora. Well, in the B-roll, I'm pretty sure that's a fedora. And then in the other parts where he has the longer blonde hair, I think that's called a Greek fisherman's cap. I know because I used to work with a dude that uh, wore one. Nice. He corrected oh. me on it. Yeah. Shout out, Chris. Chris follows the, the one that, uh, pod. Sorry. Is that the one that kind of looks like a cliche, like YMCA motorcycle dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of. All right. Yeah. I'm done with that one. Okay. Yeah. Greek fisherman cap available wherever. Uh, you buy your good and evil DVDs. Wherever Cody Lockwood shops. Yeah, sure. Um, some other notes I had here. I think Austin Stevens is one of the original Team Handsome people. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. See that. He, yeah. he knows how to rock a sweater. That's for damn sure. Mm -hmm. He does this one nose slide that I thought was real interesting because his apparel is just very different than the rest of the part. I think he has a red and white striped <laughs> shirt and then the open, like almost coat jacket. Did you guys catch that? Oh, the Waldo yeah. shirt? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's one of the few in this video. And he matched it with the white and black Ellingtons. Mm, that's a good eye. I didn't catch that one good eye on that my girlfriend danielle was in the room while i was watching this because i told her i had to take care of business <laughs> and i asked her her thoughts on some of the music pieces and she said it's folky but i prefer dinosaur jr so i'll be chiming in with a few of those as we move forward um, she couldn't have been more accurate i think it's super rare for you to hear this song out in the wild, but it's not <laughs> awful. It works with no, the part. It did work with the part. Uh, when I went back to try and get my second round of notes today, I, I definitely hit the bird button because that song. <laughs> I was like, no, no, I'm sorry. Not I just watched this an hour ago. I'm not I'm not doing it again. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's definitely a change of pace. It's just its own. I won't say it's terrible, but it's its own little chunk in that video. Of just like, okay, this is like the folky kind of surf kid. All right, yeah. back to the toy machine video. 
I do like the back-to-back frontside flip and backside flip he does over that bump to pull, though, early mm, in his yeah. part. I like that. I think that's real classy stuff if you can get two clips at the same spot and in different uh, turning fashions. He also had the straight vertical pull jam in a line. Really like that one. Yep. That is a good one. He did a line in Barcelona with the kickflip and then back tail on that one bank that really reminded me of Nate Broussard. Maybe it's just the taller kind of looking skater and just cruising along and doing back tails. I got that vibe in that one line. I think that's a solid comparison. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate it. Anytime, anytime. He, uh, he does manage to put the NAR boots on for a second, kick flips over the, the Rincon rail uh, a year before John Ailey would do the exact same kick flip. And front side flip too. We don't have to get into that, but yeah. <laughs> Why not? John Ailey's sick. <laughs> I assume that'll be a, a future video review. Oh yeah, definitely. That's coming up. Not for the foreseeable few because we have another zero video we'll talk about beforehand, but yeah, it's coming down the pike. Maybe 2022, we'll get to that one. When everyone's vaccinated and we do these in person. <laughs> <laughs> we do our, meet, our weekly meetups at the uh, O'Hare <laughs> airport. But we're all in different terminals, so we're still doing it over Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we wave each to each other as we're passing like where the terminals come together and intersect. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, I can't wait to be through this. It's going to be a good time. Anything else on Austin Stevens? Best style. Of the video or just in general? Of the, the time. Hmm. Okay. I think that's a pretty that's a pretty fair take. No one else was really skating like this then. Except at least Broussard. So. Fair enough. But at least from uh him coming right off of the this is skateboarding part, this was it felt like a big departure from his skating in an America video. In the booklet, they say that he was hurt a lot for this, if it gives him any credit as to why we feel some type of way about his part. But I think that makes sense. The style is so smooth that it carries the part in, along just fine. Yeah. Plus, if you watch the ankle fall of him at Hubba Hideout oh. in the bonus, you, you can get a pass on that. That thing is yep. insane. We hit Matt Bennett's introduction to the world. I love the Beavis and Butthead drawing at the beginning. <laughs> and it made me wonder if he's still pro, but I'm pretty sure he is, right? Because he had a part in the most recent Toy Machine video. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think so. Maybe just an honorable walk away because I know he's TM of something at bands or does something pretty big at bands which is pretty sick hmm. which kind of makes me feel as if that move for him happened so quickly of like in skating and turning pro and skating and then just quickly tm'd and kind of out 
just on his own terms. Yeah. I like his part, definitely. I like um, the ollie into kind of like that wood structure, and then he hippie jumps it and comes out and tray flips. Yeah. I like the way, yeah. The way he lands after that hippie jump is real interesting. It looks as if he lands it with it crooked almost and then just pulls it back. I like that. Good B roll clip. Yeah, definitely. That's a great part. Yeah. Uh, Made some notes. He's really good at switch stance. He does a switch front forward down that one handrail that Van Wassel blunt shoves. And he's yet there are two angles and he has two different shirts on. So fun little double angle and apparel switch up. Uh, In the intro, I said that he makes Wilshire look small. And I think it still kind of stands when you see the Nolly 5-0. Did you guys catch that kind of vibe? That was the top down fisheye angle, right? In the part, in the, it intro. Was in, in the part, it was the fisheye Nolly 50 50 on the right side, and then long lens Nolly 5 0. But in the intro, it was Nolly 50 50 long lens from up top, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, I. I know what you're saying. I don't ever think of him as being like a really tall person either, mm. but I know it's huge cliche, but if you've ever been there, it's pretty fucking big. Maybe it's the Beavis and Butthead mentality I have of him. <laughs> the hair is just adding on however much, but mm. that's sick. Um, we got the Bennett grind twice. And when asked how my girlfriend felt about the song, she said, I'm indifferent to T-Rex. Fair. fair. Yeah. What'd you guys think of Matt Bennett? I'm hung up on T-Rex. I thought I liked them, but now I don't think I could name a single other song. I never really listened to T Rex either. Yeah, the switch front feeble down that eight rail next to those tennis courts that Leo 50s up, that was pretty perfect. And I don't remember seeing that trick before then. Uh, does a switch front 5 0 down like, I think it's about a 10 stair rail. And he looks like he tuck knee grabs as he's riding away, little style points. Definitely in my opinion, the only person besides Darrell Stanton to make a back 180 fakey willy grind look cool. Are you avoiding calling it the Bennett grind for a certain reason? No, no, I just feel the need to point out it's a back 180 fakey willy grind. Oh, okay. Such a, a strange trick. Yeah, have we ever done one? I've never wanted to do one honestly <laughs> i think i've accidentally gotten into one like on a ledge didn't feel good mm. case, if case i could i'd take it yeah i'm, I'm open to anything. it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i like to think that if i can do the trick i can talk however i feel as if i need to talk about the trick but (laughs) enterprise one i haven't done don't know if it's gonna happen 
just out of intrinsic motivation. Just don't think I'm that interested, but Matt runs it. So keep, keep running it. We get the in-between art segment. Do you know the name of this orange figure? Is it the transistor sect? Transistor? What's the name of the eyeball guy? Sounds right. Transistor. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There are like so many characters. I'm surprised they haven't done a pop, you know, that pop toy of like pop culture yeah. um, people. I'm surprised they haven't done anything like that for toy machine characters. But I would love to see how much money Toy Machine pulled in because of their socks. I feel as if at one point everyone had a few pairs. Oh my god, yeah. They're still killing that sock game. Yeah. I think, yeah, I made them a Christmas gift one year to my sister and she loved them. I think she said something to the effect of how when she was at yoga, she was reminded of it and just thought it was funny to look at them every now and again. Um. I made a note that in this segment when the one character is sneaking up on the other character watching TV, it looks as if it's an ad for Walmart where the Walmart's dropped on people that are just standing there. <laughs> Did you catch this? No, I always skip this section, but oh. now you're going to make me have to go back. I, I just, yeah, I noticed it and they spell Walmart with two L's. And yeah, I thought it was a random funny thing to throw in on the TV. I just, it's just so weird. It just ends with him getting stabbed to death by it, like a hooker. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> it's just like, uh, yeah, it just ends on that. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I feel as if Ed could be a really good writer for a Netflix original series. Like nothing too crazy, like 12 minute shorts of just his toy machine characters and then some. I feel as if he could do an awesome job with that for like a darker yeah. kind of crowd. Did you ever watch uh, Off the Air on Adult Swim? I don't believe so. I'm well versed in the Tim and Eric universe and Eric Andre, but tell us a little bit about Off the Air. Uh, it's just a huge collection of anywhere from like animators to live shot stuff to everything like that. And it's usually like a bunch of artists get together and do like one to two minute segments. But I feel like that would be great for him too. It's Cause a lot of it's just completely random shit. Yeah. It looks as if one of their main things is that it's blended without pause into a single continuous presentation. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, it's like what happens when you have insomnia or you're like up super late on drugs to watch an adult swim. Like that show pops on. Whenever you go to the TV guy, it just says like adult swim off the air. That's how I discovered it. Okay. So out of eight hardware pieces, how do you rate off the air? Eight hardware pieces. Eight, full eight. All right. Yeah, full, full eight and some orange juice. Mm, okay. All right. I like the idea of having sub ratings throughout the episodes here. That's good. <laughs> I wanted to take a quick moment to thank one of our sponsors of the podcast, Spectrum Skateboard Company. Personally, my favorite skateboard brand out there. I hope that's okay with you. I know it's a strong claim with 2021 just starting off, but I think it's going to be brand of the year. Definitely a few sodies on the team. I'm currently skating the Respect the Architects deck and 
I've ollied 10 states since I gripped it up. You can find them at Spectrum Skateboard Co. on Instagram. We hit Johnny Layton with what I think is a pretty incredible part. I've noticed a lot. I almost thought of this as like a music piece, how it starts off so like slow with the song of a lot of lines that are really well done and definitely some filler. And then once the song starts hitting and you see that Nolly tray on flat and then Nolly board slide, it's over. It's just like a big KO of just all the singles that were saved up for this part. I love it. Yeah. Uh, more Tuckneys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he fucking pops his nollies like fucking crazy. Or at least in my opinion. He nollies some shit in there. Yeah, nolly front 180. Down yeah. the one double set was sick. Nolly back 180, the one set for a double angle. Yeah, I think that's a Patty Smith song too. Oh, yeah. Whenever I hear an artist just talking over music, I usually think it's Patty Smith. <laughs> <laughs> just going nuts but i like this song this song rips works well with the part uh my girlfriend said when asked about it, this song she said who is this by yeah i like it she got good taste <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh skated a lot of cool vans in this have you ever had some of the vans that he skates in here i see a lot of raleigh shoes in here i don't think i have but yeah good shoe selection on his part yeah uh wasn't he discovered from just working at an active ride shop maybe that sounds right sounds right yeah because i noticed he has the one active mail order heineken t-shirt that he does mm. a few lines in in barcelona i thought was kind of cool and then ending with front blunt, I think it's Oceanside Hubba, something by a beach. Super yeah. well done, front blunt. Yeah, that was, was pretty perfect. Yeah. I felt he had a very tasteful selection of street grabs. The uh, front 180 stale fish, fairly uncommon one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I notice he, he does a, a tray flip in every stance throughout his part. Mm. Oh, that was interesting. Don't see that a ton. Yeah, the um, fakey trays on flat though, right? Yep. After the one, I think 50-50 revert. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. A good. And then the very next clip starts with the Nolly tray that you had mentioned previous. Yeah, I made a note that the fakey tray on flat uh, is there and then goes into Nolly tray and then it's KO for the part. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> Hammers was are that, gonna just start raining down. I don't remember off the top of my head, but was that before or after he has three different salad grind clips in a row? The salads have got to be singles, right? So I think those yeah. would have to be in the part after the Nolly yeah, board slide. I, I loved the the editing of that. So I think it was Nolly front salad and then front salad and back salad front blind or maybe <laughs> i wonder if that was the order now i'm really curious if that was the order because he does do that front blunt fakie on that one longer rail Braden does back nose grind on oh yeah with the the baker maker and then next clip he rides away clean. yeah i wonder if that's 
or if it's <laughs> been a subtle nod in a part and no one's noticed it until you really dive deep into it. That would be incredible. And I, I wouldn't doubt it. There's so many good little subtle editing bits throughout this whole video. Mm-hmm. Uh, the in, in the Johnny Layton party, straight Nolly is a double set. And then you had mentioned the Nolly front 180 followed by Nolly back 180. Hmm. There's a line, I don't know the name of the spot, but everyone I've ever seen skate it just does one trick on a bench and then usually a push and then a trick down some stairs. And in this part, Johnny Layton ollies from the parking lot over a bench, up a curb, and then ollies over a wall over a bush down a gap missing both the bench and the stairs that everyone else i've seen hit that spot skates yeah on the previous episode we talked about the dc video and ryan smith does a line there i think with switch tail slide and then nolly flip the stairs yeah i thought that was an interesting approach to the spot just ollie in and ollie in Mm -hmm. hey if you got that switch tray and that pop run it I think his switch trays are incredible. Oh yeah. We had a house of vans event in Philly last year, last year being 2019, October ish. And he does a lot of stuff for vans and he was there and they had a bump to can set up and he apparently did it like it was nothing. Just switched straight over it. So <laughs> sick. Yeah. You can still just throw that one out. <laughs> I think the one line that really makes him versatile is that blue bench line in the beginning. Cause you could easily just chime into this part. Like once you hit the hammers and be like, Oh, he's just a hammer skater, or handrail skater, stair skater, what have you. But it's only when you see that line, you're like, damn, his ledge game is pretty damn good with Nolly crook tray flip and then kick flip back tail shove. Yeah, that and I, I really liked the third and army line, the back 180 off flat over the bar to drop, then a kickflip back tailing on the, the taller ledge. Yeah, a legal turnaround, some would say, <laughs> but let's assume that the police car couldn't get to the water at third and army. We hit Bill Mark. I'm also going to say that well, this is kind of throughout the video, but all of the B-roll has a really awesome job of transitioning from one part to the other. Like we see B-roll of Johnny Layton and then of Billy Mark in the same kind of B-roll day. I like that. Um, who do you think Billy Mark looks like in this cartoon? I know I already said one before, but who do you think the character in Billy Mark's intro is supposed to look like? I'd, I'd have to go back and look with that question in mind, which I'm going to do right now. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. I just finally got it pulled up. So Luke, no idea. Brian, what do you think? I feel like it's a, it's a stretch, but Pablo Escobar. <laughs> Interesting take. Interesting. <laughs> I was saying Freddie Mercury. Oh, shit. All right. All right, yeah. I really saw that similarity, yeah. I don't know if that was on purpose, but 
I just caught it this time around. I back it. Yeah. We get what I think is potentially the most interesting song choice of the whole video with Franz Ferdinand <laughs> and Lady Tron. Love the Lady Tron part though. That part goes hard. Um, Billy's not afraid of kickflip front Smiths or white pants. And <laughs> I thought it was very, very interesting that he had huge headphones for the kickflip front feeble and kickflip back Smith on the handrail. Did you feel as if those were really standout headphones? Yeah, at, at first glance, I thought it was a, a bulky beanie because he rocks a lot of beanies. But yeah, that was a, a bold choice. Yeah, that's a fuckload of beanies in that part. And white shoes. He's not afraid of white fallings either. <laughs> Send me whatever, Chief. <laughs> what do you think he was listening to when he did those two handrail tricks? It was probably an ad on Pandora. <laughs> In 2003-ish. <laughs> Everyone knows it was Spotify, duh. Shit, my bad. Just uh, more Franz Ferdinand? <laughs> Just or, take uh, me out. <laughs> or she wants revenge or something, you know? <laughs> oh, yes. I wonder. Or that, uh, what's the song that he uses in the Billy Balls part? Whatever that one is. The Rocky song? Is it the Rocky song oh, that he uses? Oh, yeah. Gotta Fly Now? Maybe that. Or whatever the Chief sent him. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I read in a magazine promoting this video coming out in Transworld. Or, the you know, in Transworld, they were promoting this video with an article I think I read that this pop shove it down Wilshire was third try. It's pretty sick. Wow. No one, no one pop shoves off stuff. I did one recently. Um, and jokingly I said, all right, this one's for Bill Mark. <laughs> <laughs> it works. I, I landed it, but it feels as if no one's really shoving. At least nowadays. I mean, we've talked about feed the need, and that video is the shove mm. epicenter of the two thousands but we would love to see him in the 2020s. There was a, there was a good pop shove fly out in Ed's part. Was that a Raleigh with the guest trick? Mm-hmm. Yep. That was a Vans ad. I think for the one shoe that Johnny Layton's wearing at some point when he does the mm. crook on the barrier in that line, I think that was the shoe for that ad. He uh, he also pop shoves into a front Smith grind on Silmar. That seems like a real sketchy trick to throw out there. Mm-hmm. Luke, what do you think about that trick? Pop shove it, front Smith. I remember it. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it either. Yeah. It's a weird one. I mean, he, I think he does a pretty decent amount of shovets in this. So I guess I'm trying to think about how often I've seen it. Yeah, his shove game is definitely strong. This video definitely shows it. One of the things I was thinking that I guess is a little off topic um, 
If you notice on the back of the Good and Evil DVD, everything, as far as the skaters go, is in sync, except they switch Diego and Billy. You think uh, Billy was meant to have last part? Yeah. Wow. That's a good eye. I could see that. I think I read something like that in the article. But I would be kind of heated, too, if I was on the company as long as Diego and didn't get last part at some point, because... I mean, in comparison to the previous video, jump off a building, the whole roster pretty much changed, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'd be I'd be heated if <laughs> I didn't get the last part either. So good for Diego pulling that one off. Billy got butchered, man. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it was definitely a point of conversation at the time. Everyone seemingly everybody felt like billy should have had last part yeah it but, does go hard especially with yeah, big heel board yeah he's got two songs too so yeah he, he really yeah. went in on that beverly hills high rail half, half cap, cap smith yeah half cap smith half cap feeble nolly heel backboard mm-hmm. and the switch big heel board I felt Billy's part was probably the best testament to the quality of toy machine boards. When he uh, kickflip board slides, Wilshire, he, he gaps out most of the set before he hits the rail. And then kickflip front lip on that rail right after. Same thing. He only hits like the last couple stairs worth of the rail. Yeah, the white one at night. I definitely mm-hmm. made a note that kickflip front board was super gapped out, but it's funny because if you look at the tricks in that aspect of just gapping, it makes sense for people to do it that way. You avoid so much difficulty and have enough time to pop and avoid so much bullshit. And yeah, I think the gap out will work for that kind of trick. Don't have to worry about sacking on the rail. Well, not as much. Yeah. But then you have to worry about your board breaking in half <laughs> when you gap that hard out. Yep. What do you think Diego's song's about? <laughs> I was about to do a Jiminy Glick voice. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think Diego's song's about? I I'm bummed because I used to know. I I definitely had this song on the MP3 player at the time, and I knew the lyrics. I've since forgotten. Luke. Want to take a guess? Maybe it's about how he should have had last part, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's a victory song. (laughs) There might be a, a hint of that in the story. So this song, when translated, is called The Legend of the Wizard and the Fairy. Mm. And it's a song from the Argentine power metal band Rata Blanca. In this song, the song's about a wizard who is alone, and when he finally finds someone to love, the evil forces take her away. The wizard will try to get her love back. Typical. I hate it when that happens. Yeah. I mean, it's just this, just the Toy Story 2 plot again. We've already heard the story a million times. Toy Machine 2. <laughs>
toy machine to- story two, <laughs> <laughs> or in this case, toy machine story five. Five, yeah. Yeah. Um, Diego's not afraid to wear a long sleeve and a t-shirt. I think it's such a hard look, but he has really just made it his own. Underneath this uh, very professional sweater, I'm wearing a t-shirt over a thermal long sleeve. Does that count? Yeah. I will never take my sweater off, but, you know. Hey, it's there. I need that extra warmth. I'm not I'm not used to it like Brian is. This shit is killing me. Actually, it's pretty mild this year, but there's been a few times. So far, but... uh. For the uh, for the Patreon subscribers who get the video content, you will notice I'm sitting directly next to my radiator. <laughs> I'm jealous. There's no radiator in my room. <laughs> Oof. It's what the dog's for. <laughs> oh, okay. That now it makes sense. It all adds up. Yeah. Uh, some noteworthy things from Diego's part. He has a good kickflip wall ride at one point. I can't think of anyone else that's done a 180 late front shove. Awesome clip, but just can't think of anyone else that's done it like that. I I know I can. If you give me enough time. Maybe, I don't know, from a public domain video. Yeah, someone might have done one in public domain. Yeah. Or, or the the hocus pocus video. Yeah, it's very uh, Hensley. Let us know. Shoot us a, an email if you know <laughs> of another 180 front shove. Uh, love the back to back crail slides. Was not expecting that pool trick back disaster. Yeah. Um, awesome editing on the kickflip manual and then manual kickflip, which I think is pretty hard to do like if you're going to skate to a hard metal song but then you have a good plethora of manual tricks i think that's something only diego could do i did like how they're just right there in the middle you know like after he's done just fucking hauling everything and hucking his body and it's just like now i'm just gonna make manuals look fucking insane as well (laughs) i'm diverse yeah his low key and ATV. It's kind of sick. I mean, you know, it's like the standard Diego part. You know, you're going to have your switch front 180 and a front three and a back 180 and an Ollie or three. But you also get a good glimpse of some random switch skating. Like, I think he's low key a switchback tail god. He yeah. has one in almost every part and is usually shoving out and they look good. Um, Super rare ma- varial flip manual shove. <laughs> Wild one. Um, switch 180 manual backside flip. That yeah. He I then just, does another one in the credits. Right. I just hate how that filming at parallel, you can hear the filmer board, I'm pretty sure. Mm. It, it just like, I don't know. For some reason, that audio always bugged me, even though the clip's sick. And maybe it's just weird having a ride-along manual trick single at parallel because it feels if maybe oh. I'm used to the DC video always having lines there and then to have a single rolling along. It's weird. 
but then sorry also has a lot of singles there so i don't know i'm I'm just talking smack at this point i don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) but you know what i feel like uh dark star battalion had a whole lot of singles there too it's one i've got to revisit i don't have a copy unfortunately (laughs) i don't think anyone does My friend Tracy may have one. I'll have to hit him up and ask. Oh, we'll hit him up. Yeah. yeah. Tracy, you just send email. Yeah. We were talking about uh, skate videos, and he said that he had two copies of the FKD video. And I asked how oh. he acquired them. And he said that he bought one and then bought like over 200 skate videos off of eBay as a, a wholesome lot kind of thing. So mm. love to dig through what he's got. Wow. Does he front 180 the Mike V death gap that Mike V Ollie's in label kills? Yeah, the Mount Baldy full pipe gap. Yeah, is that it? Yeah. Does yeah, he go the opposite way though? Wild. I, I can't remember the Mike V one. Hmm. Well, I'll give you a hint. He was pushing towards it. If you need a refresher, <laughs> glad I could provide it. So if. If the butter starts churning in your head and you think of it, let us know if you think it's the backwards version of that. <laughs> God, what a psycho. I've lo- I low-key love this part so much after watching it again now. What'd you guys think of it? Yeah, I mean, uh, the last time I watched the uh, butcher part was with you guys on Feed the Needs, so mm. this was a step up. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, what what percentage do you think are just ollies in this part as far as tricks go? That's a good question. Nothing wrong with it, but it's just like just throwing them out there. In the double digits for sure. Yeah. Dude, he's a psycho. But if you can run that before. shit, run it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does them well. I did on rewatch realize how much more well-rounded he was than my younger self had remembered skates a couple ditches crail grabs a bump to bump that That crail grab is yeah that's a random one but it that spot's sick (laughs) i'm just thinking about that clip now i think that uh that's definitely a good one yeah i I don't know why i know this but i'm pretty sure that's in argentina Good find. This video also reminded me how much I love subject to change era Osiris shoes. Mm. I feel like is not a popular opinion whatsoever. What is it about those shoes that you enjoy? They were just starting to get a little slimmer than like the storm era. And I, I had a lot at the time and every single one of them skated really well. I don't remember seeing a lot of people wearing them. Got it. How was there not a second angle of his last trick? I don't know. And then the one guy ruins it by yelling his name. Just couldn't keep it in. Ruins the clock. Fucking amateur hour. Yeah. <laughs> keep it in your pants, man. Jeez. I do remember, though, that that clip was already not ruined but it was already used in like a thrasher video was it yeah because 
I don't know about you guys, but nobody gave a shit about Thrasher videos <laughs> in that era. Yeah, I feel as if really nobody did. Like, I feel, I don't know, maybe it's just the time I grew up, but the only one I I heard people really caring about or caring about in my age bracket was prevent this tragedy. And it was mostly just kids that tried to skate tranny and really liked sleep. <laughs> All of the other ones, what didn't they try to package them all together too? In yeah, every, um, you know, they had the shop area, and you could buy the twelve pack of their VHS tapes, and oh, I couldn't think of any any of them. No idea, couldn't name one. Besides, prevent this tragedy. Playing in traffic and jaded. There yeah. was a couple of them. Oh. Sounds like Aerosmith songs. I mean, the fact that I have to ask. <laughs> yeah, isn't that interesting how Thrasher was so bad at videos <laughs> and is still around? And Transworld was so good at videos and is no longer with us? Sleeper Top- company. Topsy-turvy. Just weren't, weren't ready for the hell ride. Mm-mm. <laughs> we weren't. Should have started paying their employees and and beer and t-shirts well you know at some point (laughs) you're a pawn of the road and eventually a king of the road it's just a matter of which road you go down huh yeah (laughs) that takes us to the end of the video i like how in the credits it says diego kills you to this song when they give (laughs) music titles i like that um I then made a statement in my mind that toy machine videos are so interesting how there's a high mix of art, not all at once, but, you know, uh, scattered throughout, but also really gnarly skating, no matter what video you put in, there's definitely some gnarly stuff in there. And then I started to think about how Diego never really wears a hat, but his hair is pretty long. I can't think of any clip with Diego having a hat on. No. Like, even Maybe, on the covers, yeah. his hair is long. That would frustrate me so much to have to skate with that flowing around. The hat quota might have been filled, like, filled for clips, you know? Oh, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. That's why he got the last part. Yeah. yeah. You do see every kind of hat in this video, though. You see the beanie, you see the trucker hat, you see the greek fisherman cap no no uh, fitted caps though no we don't see any new eras i don't think that would be sick (laughs) (laughs) that would be sick if toy machine put out a new era hat oh my god (laughs) i got a toy machine trucker hat like three or four years ago just because i yeah, I just wanted to grab something from the shop and I got it and fuck, oh my god, that thing was gigantic. I only wore it I only wore it twice and I was like walking around and like it, like the brim and everything was so big. I was like smacking it on light poles and shit and I was like this is a this is like a hazardous trucker cap to have. So some kid in my old hometown's rocking a giant ass toy machine hat right now sick 
Lucky kid. Good will flow. <laughs> good will, you say, huh? Yeah. I actually just bought a pair of the first Bobby Warris shoe off of Goodwill Auctions online. Whoa. Like pretty much brand new. It's about to, Goodwill.com is about to be like the place to go for vintage skate shit. Dude, it low key is. You can just type in skate and even if it's not something you're interested in buying, you'll see some random stuff that comes up. Like I've, I've seen you post one or two things before. Yeah. Good stuff. Just search search skate or even like shoe brands. Like something usually pops up. You just got to keep hawking it and then you you might find something you need or just want to look at. I'm considering skating the shoes though when I get them. I think it would be a good one because I never skated it. I wonder if I can get Feed the Need on there. (laughs) Probably. Um, There was a spell check error and I think Josh Harmony's thank yous where he misspells Corey Duffel with C O R Y. Huh. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was really interesting. His thank yous were in alphabetical order. No one else's was. Yeah. Little psycho there. Damn Christians. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, whatever, whatever makes you happy, just leave, leave me alone. That's what I say about everything. <laughs> yeah, that applies to everything ever. Don't, don't tell me about it. I don't care how happy you are. Just leave it in your head, man. <laughs> no, that's cool. Do what you want. Um, they throw in a random middle finger to the viewer at the end. Did you catch this? It's like the last second before the video ends. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, one of the intro too. Oh, right. Didn't they use that in the one zero video promo? Like, has that been a a recurring thing in every toy machine video to throw that in? It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Like an Easter egg. I have programming injection. I just haven't watched it since I bought it. Got it. It takes us to the wrap up. We haven't named or titled this part of the podcast yet, but this is where we talk numbers and really reflect on the video as a whole. Um, So out of eight hardware pieces, sometimes we throw in other gags and gifts uh, to sweeten the deal or to deliberate our feelings on the video. Eight hardware pieces is always the best it can get. Sometimes we can go above. I don't know why we would, though. But out of eight hardware pieces, Brian, what do you think about Toy Machines Good and Evil? I'd give it seven blood-sucking hardware pieces. And when it's a blood-sucking hardware piece, is that just to goof on Toy Machines marketing, or do they actually make hardware that's blood-sucking? Ain't no goof. This is a matter of respect. Mm. President throwing a free pair of socks with that one. Yeah. <laughs> but they probably have holes in them. So seven blood sucking hardware pieces and one pair of socks with holes in it. Something like that works. Okay. Brian, I get you. Luke, what do you think? Uh seven hardware pieces and a prenup. 
go on. Why do you, why, why the prenup? <laughs> for my boy, Josh. <laughs> okay. Actually, uh, no, for my boy, Billy. <laughs> I, think he got, I think he got divorced. <laughs> mm. that, that's a shame. Mm. That doesn't surprise me. Damn it. Now I have to search Google and find out what a prenup actually looks like. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. some fancy script on a sheet of paper <laughs> yeah. just a scroll <laughs> yeah 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 i'm gonna give it seven i wanted to lean towards six because i'm not super in love with like watching the video every day but i'm gonna get it a seven because there i haven't seen another dvd come out with this many bonus features. Seven. Burgle or turd. Yeah. Classic. I mean, some of them you're definitely scratching your head like, okay. I was kind of hoping for extra Billy Marks footage or outtakes of switch big heel board slide, but I guess I'll burgle a turd, whatever you tell me. <laughs> Brian, who do you think won the video? Uh, I got to give it to Ed. Came through with a stellar part and revamped his his entire team. This the the team that got set up in this video stuck around for a while. Almost redefined toy machine. Luke, what do you think? Uh, I guess that's a good that's a good one, but I'll say maybe Bennett, if this is like his his first on the scene part. I think that was a great part. Um I would I would want to say Johnny Layton, but I'll give it to Bennett just because it was his first part. Okay. Yeah, I think that was a good good impression. Nice. I think Ed's a wonderful pick. I think Matt's also an awesome breakout pick. Johnny's part's incredible too. I'm going to go ahead and say Diego won the video. Diego out of seniority put in that time. Got last part. <laughs> the wizard caught the fairy. Yeah. You love to see it. You love to see the wizard <laughs> and the fairy. Brian, who do you think lost the video? No one really, but if if you got to pick, it's got to be Austin. Hmm. Can't stand that song, and on <laughs> credit where credits due. Coming off of an injury and just putting out a part in this is skateboarding. I feel like I'm making excuses for him, but if I have to pick, I, I couldn't pick anyone else. Hmm. Luke, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go with Austin as well. Austin three. I mean, that hubba hideout bonus extra is haunting. <clears throat> I, I didn't watch it, but it's been years and it still rings true to my memory. Some tough one. And Brian, you you bring up an interesting part of how we're always trying to vouch 
for parts like this, like <laughs> style and whatnot. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just kind of the oddball out of the whole part or the whole video, you know, has its place and it's good because he's, you know, has produced a lot of good stuff. Um, but I understand what you're saying there. So this video came out in 2004. Toy machines changed a bunch. Skating's changed a bunch. Fallen footwear's changed a bunch. Brian, we love this video, but what? But I wish the whole team didn't dress exactly the fucking same. Hmm. What do you think's missing from Toy Machine? Is that 2004 toy machine or today toy machine? Yeah, because I think nowadays, what, they have a kid that does Mega Ramp now? Wild times. Yeah. Just wild times. So what what would you have wanted in the 2004 toy machine? Um, not much. <laughs> This is tough. I I really, really like this video as is. I was 15 when it came out, so you couldn't be at a more impressionable age. Okay. To want to change anything. Get like rid hit. of that whack animation. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Not even good on the first watch through? Keep the cartoons on Saturday mornings. <laughs> A hot take. Okay. Interesting. I feel as if that's kind of what makes toy machine videos, what they are is that, I mean, you're never going to say that that's the best part of the video, but I think it keeps it interesting. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I'm going to get cooped for that one for sure. I don't think so. I think, you know, everyone's allowed to have their opinion about art. We're really just judging art here. Aren't we? Yeah. Someone's presentation, interpretation of skating. Luke. We love this video, but uh, I love this video, but fuck this DVD case. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> this shit in here, the press down to pop it out thing, dude. Fuck this. What is this? Do you have that on yours? The like three-way kind of thing. No, dude. Look at mine. I got this like fucking serrated edge that pops them in oh like i don't have scratch that one. the goddamn video every single time i try and pull it out oh snap yeah that's that's got to be version two or release two of this video that's interesting Ooh. i also got the top popper yeah little alligator clamps oh wow maybe yours have been like well fingered enough to pop out easier but mine are Mine are still tight. Hmm. Terrifying experience. Yeah. Wow. I did not see that one coming. Interesting. Okay. So the DVD case sucks if you got the wrong kind. Um, for me, we love this video, oh, but 2004 was a weird time. I wasn't super into handrail skating or stair skating. Um, Brian brings up a great point on the apparel and how everyone kind of dresses the same. And I think at one point they have the same type of clothing sponsor. Like three dudes were on Ruka at this point and two of them were on split. Um, 
We love this video, but the denim hasn't aged well. Yeah. I don't know. The slim version of the denim and some of the shoes just look huge with it. I think in particular, the switch big heel board slide with the pink trucks and the white shoes and the tight denim with the rip, like that denim hasn't aged well. Do you imagine like if they were all in tall tees? And that's what I was about to say with, I was about to say with (laughs) Brian that if they had a hip hop type of presence on toy machine in 2004, I think that could have sent everything for a, a wild ride. Like Billy Marks and some cargos and like a flex fit hat. Yeah. I'm just trying to see someone in a bucket hat. Speakers. Yeah. A bucket hat and even bigger speakers or headphones. Anything else we want to mention about toy machines, good and evil. Uh, Shout out to Kevin Barnett. The, uh, the editor, along with Ed. I know we talked about it a little bit for Johnny's part, but there was a lot throughout the video of just really subtle editing decisions that definitely want to notice at the time until watching it a few times for this, didn't realize that there's a lot of key uh, clips placed next to each other. Uh, I know in Billy Mark's part specifically, he has a a line where he ollies up a curve and then frontside flips. Then the next clip starts off with a frontside flip, and then it ends with a fakie frontside flip. The next clip's a fakie frontside flip. It was kind of back to back, like that. It it made the flow really enjoyable. Yeah. I'd agree. I think some of the clips couldn't have been edited better together or in succession of each other. Um, I think that there's an awesome uh, correlation between the songs that are used and the pace of the part, specifically with Johnny Layton's part of how it's all lines for the most part at first, and then it kicks up. Like we said, that Nolly Trey kind of sets it off. Um, and even in Diego's part, which was probably such a tough song to edit to, where it's consistently fast the whole time. And then if you were to go in and say, I'm going to have all of my manual tricks next to each other, it would be pretty tough to do. But I think Kevin Barnett did an awesome job of that. Yeah, I'd agree with that as well. Oh, right. To close out the podcast, Ian, who is a normal participant from Lancaster, shot me an email with his review of Good and Evil. Let's hear it. Hello again, Carl. It's Ian. I can't make the podcast tonight. Got to wake up pretty early. Do a little favor for the local CBD coffee shop. Anyway, I want to chime in real quick, tell you how I feel about Good and Evil. It's a great video. Gets eight bolts. Uh, the best fit goes to Josh Harmony in his tuxedo near the beginning or uh, Billy Marks with his black and white striped shirts, because I used to love those black and white striped shirts because of him. And everybody won the video. Nobody lost. Maybe Ed Templeton lost, but I I think everybody won. And I forget what the other things are that we're supposed to vote on, but that's how I feel about Good and Evil. 10 out of 10, 10, 10 bolts, 8 bolts. I hope you play this voicemail on the podcast. Bye.
That concludes episode six of All My Skate Videos. Thank you so much for listening. To help support the podcast, again, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And leave us a comment, too, if you are feeling so inclined. You can also connect with us on Instagram at All My Skate Videos or shoot us an email at amsvpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening.